Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Day one of the Joe Biden impeachment inquiry saw S-bombs flying around the chamber like they were beads at Mardi Gras. Seriously, we got some foul-mouthed women in the House of Representatives. I haven't seen that many women cussing since the last episode of The Real Housewives of Insert City Here. <laughs> What's up? This is Marque Saves the Republic. And man, it was, it was fun to watch. And we're going to bring you some of the highlights and or lowlights. God, I feel like I say that every single day these days. Um, plus, the Senate dress code is back in action, baby. We'll tell you all about that. Uh, in just a minute. First, though, I want to uh, do a couple things. I want to remind you to subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to this video. If you're watching right now, if you're listening somewhere, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. If there's a little dingling, hit that too, because we want to make sure that you're notified whenever we create new content. Why? Well, we don't just create content here for our own enjoyment. I just don't sit here and listen to myself talk because I enjoy the sound of my voice. I mean, I do. I do enjoy the sound of my voice, but I hope that you enjoy it as well. And I hope not only do you like listening to me and watching these videos and downloading these podcasts, but I do hope that you also are enjoying and learning from this experience and gaining insight and knowledge. So make sure you like, you subscribe, and you notify. Also, earlier this week, we completed our very first ever Create Cash Flow Content Challenge. I had about a dozen amazing American entrepreneurs working with me every single day, two hours a day, virtually. And they would come in, they would ask me questions about what I do, how I set up my studio, how I create all this content, how I get my message out there, and most importantly, how to use the content that I create and that they're creating to capitalize on it. Because we're all capitalists here. America was built on capital. Without capital, there's no investment. Without investment, there's no growth. Without growth, there's just, well... Joe Biden, <laughs> there's just Bidenomics and we want to avoid that. We want you to declare independence for yourself and make sure that you've got your own best interests and your family's best interests in mind and that you're working diligently every day to create your American dream. And that's what we did for three. It was fantastic. They learned from me. I learned from them. We all helped each other. It was so good that we are doing another Create Cash Flow Content Challenge uh, here in just a couple of weeks. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. There's a link in the bio. Or you can just go to markkchallenge.com and sign up today. But hurry, because those tickets are going to go super fast. All right. So let's start with the Hunter Biden impeachment inquiry, shall we? No, you know what? Maybe I want to maybe I want to start with John Fetterman. John Fetterman, I believe, began the the degradation of our great American institution known as the Senate. OK, that's not fair. It actually started long ago when Joe Biden was first elected senator from Delaware. But it's continued on a downward trajectory ever since then. And John Fetterman being elected to the Senate was one of the biggest national jokes we've ever seen. The people of Pennsylvania probably were just I don't know if they were I don't know if they were doing a prank video or what. But they took John Fetterman and they made him their their Democrat uh, nominee. Then John Fetterman had a stroke and they continued to push the guy on the American public. This tattooed, bald, shorts wearing, hoodie, you know, dressed thing. They just put him into the Senate. They said, screw you, Dr. Oz. We don't even, you're, you carpetbagger, go back to New Jersey. Tell Oprah we said, what's up? And uh, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. We want Fetterman. And then Fetterman disappeared. He came back. You all know the saga. Finally, he said, I'm depressed. I'm so depressed. 
I'm so depressed that I can't wear a suit. Okay. I've known a lot of depressed people in my life. I know people who are clinically depressed, who are emotionally depressed, who just think they're depressed. I know people who say they're depressed just because they want attention. They want people to go, oh, what's wrong? Are you okay? How can I help? I know people who are depressed just as an excuse to drink. I'm not actually. I First of all, I'm not depressed. Second of all, I don't need an excuse to drink. I just, I just drink. Uh, but anyway, but John Fetterman was really depressed and he went to Chuck Schumer. He said, Chuck, I'm too depressed to wear a suit, but I want to be a senator. What do we do about that? And then Chuck Schumer said, well, I guess I could just tell the sergeant at arms to ignore the longstanding Senate dress code where men dress in jackets and ties and women dress in business casual attire. And that way we all look like we're responsible adults who are, you know, creating laws for the United States of America. I guess I guess I could just ditch that and you could show up in a mechanic shirt and some old shirts, shorts and maybe some sneakers or flip flops. Well, the Senate was not happy about that. And our old buddy Mitt Romney actually sponsored a resolution for a permanent dress code. Wouldn't you know it? That requires all men to wear jackets and ties and, and dress appropriately and not like not like they're rejected from some kind of basketball team in uh, in Romania. I mean, that's what that's what the Senate's all about. And that passed with flying colors. So now <laughs> poor John Fetterman, he's going to have to show up every single day feeling depressed, feeling sad, feeling bad. But at least he's going to be looking sharp. And so that's one good thing that the Senate did. However, I would like to point out, we have serious problems in this country. We got a border that's wide freaking open. We've got an economy that's crumbling. We've got this war in Ukraine that they keep sending money to. And in like 24 hours, the entire government is going to shut down unless, of course, there's some kind of agreement made to keep it open. Ain't going to be an agreement made to keep, keep it open. I can tell you that right now. And I've got proof because Representative Byron Donalds from Florida said, if you're funding Ukraine, if you're not securing the border, there's no more money for you. And in the Senate, they're funding Ukraine and they're not securing the border. So there's no more money for you. The government shutdown is going to be coming here momentarily. And while that's happening, the Senate is forced to debate a dress code because John Fetterman is too depressed to put on a pair of pants. That's the modern day Democrat Party for you now. Over in the House of Representatives, you have some representatives who are arguing and who are bringing evidence and who are making the case against Joe Biden, the president of the United States. A case, as Nancy Mace will tell you, that is not just for impeachment, is not just for, for corruption, but is about treason. We already know the president took bribes from Burisma. I also want to add, betraying your country is treason. Oh, yeah. BT dubs. Sorry, Keith. Betraying your country is treason. So it's not just bribes, it's treason. And I haven't checked lately, but I think I think you can still be hung in the public square for treason. I'm not sure. I'll have to check on that. I'll get with Merrick Garland and uh, we'll find out. But the interesting thing about Nancy Mace's testimony is not what she said, but how she said it. Because Nancy Mace and uh, Jasmine Crockett and a couple of other women, younger women, strong-willed women, intelligent women, they've, they're now being elected to Congress. They're coming into Congress. And they're bringing their salty college girl language with them, which is kind of a new twist. In fact, I've noticed that a lot of these representatives in Congress speak the way John Fetterman dresses. And Nancy Mace, look, she first raised eyebrows at the prayer breakfast a couple months ago when she told a delightful tidbit about her fiance, who she lives with and sleeps with out of wedlock, 
wanted to do her real quick before she went over to talk to a bunch of pastors. You may remember that. Patrick, my fiance, tried to pull me by my waist over this morning in bed. And I was like, no, baby, we don't got time for that this morning. Uh, I got to get to the prayer breakfast and I got to be on time and a little TMI. But um, I... He can wait. He's got, we got, I'll see him later tonight. Yeah. So Nancy Mace is that girl. She's the girl that's not afraid to walk into the prayer breakfast and tell all those religious leaders, hey, I want you to know I gave up sex to be here. <laughs> so amen. Hallelujah. I believe that that gets me some, I believe that that gets me some points with the Lord. But yesterday when she was railing the Democrats about the investigation into uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and Burisma and calling everything treason, she also pointed out something very important that the Democrats are all a bunch of hypocrites. That when this was Donald Trump, they didn't want to have a vote. They just wanted to arbitrarily start an impeachment inquiry. And now they're all complaining that we are arbitrarily starting an impeachment inquiry without a vote. Isn't it amazing how when the shoe's on the other foot, it's just not as comfortable, it's a little tight, it smells funny. They don't like it. They want to they take it off and go get a new pair of shoes. Uh, and she also pointed out that the Democrats have been lying about a lot of things. They've been saying that when Hunter Biden sold his father's influence for money for millions of dollars to foreign entities, many of whom are dictatorial, communist and just hate us. But yet Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and James Biden and the rest of them had no problem taking money in order to get them special favors and special treatment from the United States government. Uh, that Joe Biden was not vice president. He wasn't president. He was a, a regular citizen. And that's not really true. Or. As Nancy Mace would say, well, I'll just I'll just let her tell you. My Democrat colleagues say none of this is relevant because Joe Biden wasn't vice president while his family de did these shady deals. Turns out that's complete and total bullshit. It's a lie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and again, it's something that it, that's not she's not reading out of the record. She's not reading a text message. She's just using, I guess you would say, the popular vernacular. She's using a a uh, a popular colloquialism that people can understand. Instead of saying that's a lie, that's not true, she gets up there and she yells out, "Oh, that that's just a bunch of bullshit," and that is um that is basically <laughs> that's basically where we are in our. But she wasn't the only one. It's a thing. It's an epidemic. Apparently, there is uh there is a new. I guess you would say it's a new trend. When you're in the House of Representatives and you're speaking and you're trying to make a point and you want to, A, go viral, B, make sure that you're, uh, that, you're, um, that you're being clipped on television and replayed over and over again, or C, really get people to pay attention to you, you drop some kind of S-bomb. And Jasmine Crockett, who is a representative from Texas, also a young woman, you know, she comes in, she's a Democrat, she comes in and she wants you to know that, yes... We're here to talk about Joe Biden and you may have proof and evidence that Joe Biden is a traitor and that you that Joe Biden committed treason and that Joe Biden sold out our country and he used his influence to make himself and his son and his brother and his entire family, his entire criminal corruption uh, empire rich beyond their their wildest dreams. While he was doing all of that, she wants you to remember that Donald Trump had top secret documents at Mar-a-Lago in the bathroom or as she calls it, well, I'll just I'll just let her tell you. When we start talking about things that look like evidence, they want to act like they blind. They don't know what this is. These are our national secrets. Looks like in the shitter to me. Mm. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Washington, D.C. in 2023. You've got representatives on both sides of the aisle dropping S-bombs during an inquiry into impeachment for the president of the United States. 
And you've got a big lurch-like figure who wanders into the Senate depressed because he has to wear a suit and he can't just dress like he's running out to get the mail on a Saturday afternoon. You know, now that I think about it, it's probably a good thing that government's going to be shut down for a while. I think we all need a break to, you know, clear our heads, get back to some sense of normalcy. Uh, speaking of the government shutdown, Byron Donalds, like I said, he was asked by a reporter what's going to happen with the Senate bill because 77 uh, 77 senators came to an agreement and they said, here's something we believe will keep the government open that we believe most Americans at stomach and that, and that we believe the House will also pass and the president will sign. I don't know what they're doing over there in the Senate, but again, maybe they were too busy dealing with the John Fetterman dress code situation to actually pay attention to what's going on with the rest of the country and especially the congressional Republicans. But Byron Donald said this thing, it's not going anywhere. No, that thing is dead over here. Are you kidding me? Why? Well, first of all, you continue spending. You have $6.2 billion for Ukraine. Um, they do nothing to secure our southern border. Uh, that is just a non-starter. The Senate needs to get real. What, what You've all seen the images of the southern border. It has to stop immediately. And this government should not continue to be funding funded if we don't secure our border. Hey, don't secure the border. Don't get the funding. I mean, think about it. One of the jobs, probably the most important job of the United States government is to secure the border and to make sure that our American sovereignty is protected. We pay you for that. Well, if you stop doing the job, we're going to stop paying you. I mean, that just makes comments. Think about where you work. I don't know where you work. Maybe you work at a, a dentist's office. Maybe you're a dental hygienist and your job is to clean the teeth and pick off the plaque. And keep people from getting gingivitis, which is gross and makes their teeth bloody. And I think it could be deadly. Maybe you just get in there and you just pretend to clean the teeth. Or maybe you don't clean the teeth at all. Maybe you just ignore the problem. Maybe you just look at the teeth and go, there's no problem with these teeth. There's no plaque invasion. Gingivitis is not overtaking your gum line. You're being ridiculous. And you go somewhere else instead. Well, eventually you're going to get fired. Whoever you work for, the dentist or the, the company, they're going to look at you and say, you're the worst dental practice, you're the uh, dental um, hygienist ever. We need somebody who's actually going to come in here and clean the teeth and, and, and fix, fix the problems and make sure that we have a healthy gum line and that gingivitis and bacteria isn't just pouring over the gum line and destroying everything in our mouths. This is a very, going to be a very graphic metaphor. Uh, maybe, you, maybe you work at a restaurant. You know, maybe you work at a restaurant and people come in and they sit down and your job is to go take their orders and then go get the food and then bring it to them. And maybe you don't. Maybe you don't bring them the food. Maybe you just go outside and have a smoke break eternally and they get angry and then the manager comes to you and then you get fired. You don't get any more money because you're not doing the work. That's all Byron Donalds and the Republicans in the House of Representatives are saying. We are not going to pay you anymore. We're not going to fund the government if the government is not going to do its job, its basic job of protecting America, protecting American sovereignty, making sure that we don't get invaded on our southern border or really any border by illegal immigrants who are here to do dastardly things. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, Mark Hayes, a misogynist. He's a racist. He's just like Donald Trump when he said murderers and rapists and drug dealers were coming over the border. Well, I hate to break it to you, but murderers and rapists and drug dealers are coming over the border. All you have to do is Google fentanyl and you can see all of the deaths, babies and daycare centers and people at Airbnbs and uh, teenagers at parties. And and then you look at you look at, you know, New York City, what's happening there, Chicago, Illinois. You have the mayor of New York City saying New York City is over. You have the governor saying go elsewhere, go elsewhere, folks. We don't want you here anymore. We're done with you illegal immigrants. What happened? What happened to the sanctuary cities? Man, it's amazing. It's amazing how sanctuary cities no longer offer sanctuary to people when people take advantage of their sanctuary status. 
Joe Biden and the Democrats have been derelict in their duties and they've been taking money. It's it, the, the uh, can has been kicked down the proverbial road long enough. And now, thankfully, Byron Donalds and a very strong faction of conservative Republicans in the House of Representatives is going to stop it. So if you work for the government, maybe take a vacation. You're going to you're going to have a couple days off. That's the bad news. The good news is it'll give you so much time to binge watch these videos or download all of my podcasts and catch up on anything you would have missed. If there's any federal employees, any government employees out there who are about to get furloughed, I would say this is, you know, the every cloud has a silver lining and the silver lining is you can binge Mark K in any uh, format that you want. Oh, you know what else you could do and what you should do? If you're a government employee, this is a great opportunity for you to not be a government employee anymore. If you're a government employee employee and you're sick and tired of Joe Biden and the Democrats uh, doing dastardly things that make you that put your job in danger, that continue to get you furloughed because the Republicans are sick and tired of them wastefully spending money on things like Ukraine, then what you need to do is you need to take matters into your own hands. Learn how you can create content that creates cash flow and you can tell your boss at your government job, take you this job and shove it. I ain't working here anymore. You're working for yourself. And the easy way to do that is to join us for the next Create Cash Flow Content Challenge. Go to markkchallenge.com, markkchallenge.com, and get signed up today. It's happening here in just a couple of weeks. And we would love, love, love to have you there. All right, that's it for me today. I got to get ready for the Mark K Show, which is coming up at noon Eastern, 11 Central on Patriot Radio Network radio stations all over the country. But until then, remember, like, subscribe, set your notifications, because I'm going to keep coming at you with this important information every single day. I need to keep you informed and enlightened and inspired to make sure that we have people in Congress, whether they're dropping foul language, whether they're whether they're yelling, dropping S, but whatever. I don't care. As long as they look good, they can sound like crap. And if they get the job done, even better. We're going to make sure you understand every step of the way who's attacking America, who the real enemies are, who our allies are, who you can trust, and how we can all work together to save the republic.